Hey everyone, we are here for a quarantined content student spotlight edition. I'm your host, David Chen, and today we actually have a returning guest appearing on the show for a second debut. We have Trevor Five. How's it going, man? Woo! There we I'm go. Doing... This is the excitement. <laughs> yes. I've got this is, high this energy. Is the excitement. For this. I think I've said yes. like every time I've been on this show that it's it's this is like the highlight of my year. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's a highlight for us as well because, and I think I've mentioned this to you before, but energy is such a it's such a rare commodity when it comes to podcasts. I mean, you know, you you need to know how to balance it, and you know, if your guests just you know don't have that energy with them that day, you have to be the one to step it up. But when you bring in that excitement to the podcast, honestly, it's what we need during these times. That, you, you know you what? Agree? I appreciate that so much, and you're like you're so right. Um, if you ever listen to like. You know what? There's all the memes about like dudes starting podcasts and whatnot. Like that's exactly why there's there's not a lot of people that can just hold a conversation for even like 15 minutes. Yes, and it's definitely a skill. That is something that I think you and Cal do so well. Uh, although Cal's not here right now, I'm a little sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Cal. Well, I mean, what's interesting is that he he did recently adopt a very very heavy workload at Rayleigh's, so it's oh, understandable that he's um. Yeah, yeah. So it's understandable that he's, uh, I'm sure he's he's fatigued heavily after working overtime hours and and all that. And good for so, him. So, yeah, though, yeah. Seriously, that's uh, that's one way to, I guess, uh, get a a positive outlook on the the situation we're in. You know. Oh yeah. It's like oh, at yeah, least definitely. he's getting good work hours. Yeah, he's he's actually employed, unlike me. So you know, I can't <laughs> I can't really say anything on my part. It's it's uh, a, but, it's been a struggle, but yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, but uh, regardless, the student spotlight I think is a very, very fitting series for you because you are so actually you're actually very familiar with the spotlight, and we've talked to you before about you know your love for theater, your yes, love sir. for performance. Yes, sir. I'm just curious, how has that evolved from the last time we spoke to you? So, let's see. When was the last time we spoke? When was that podcast like? Ooh, I, I might need to pull up some stats here, but I'm pretty sure it was like late November. I was going to say that was like November, right? Yeah, it was it was a while ago. And it's understandable that nowadays, because I know a lot of productions around high schools were canceled, obviously, yeah. due to the coronavirus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, so was that a similar situation for you guys? Well, so it, it, it is a similar situation. Um, I wasn't personally involved with the most recent El Capitan production, um, but they they just got canceled because of this whole thing and there were a lot of really really talented kids in there that i really had wished uh had gotten their their chance in the spotlight um mm. but yeah no everything i've been involved with like music theater um and i guess everything else too that like even i'm not included in like sports and whatnot it's been all just completely sabotaged it's so strange yeah, and I think I think this era really hit hard for theater production kids because and to to speak in the perspective of an athlete, right? I get it how some people are disappointed in um in you know the quarantine shutting down their school uh, their sports events and their sports competitions. Yeah, but I would make like a fundamental argument that sports at least is not necessarily hinged upon needing an audience, right? I mean, if, it's to, no, to be truthful, it's a oh, little yeah, go true. Ahead. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because like at the end of the day, if you love the sport, you love performing it, right? Which is not enter entirely hinged upon needing an audience to see it. However, 
for theater, and I'm sure you can attest to this, having an audience is is basically the fundamental aspect. <laughs> oh my of goodness, yeah. Theater production, right? It's it's an entirely different thing if there's no audience. Um you know, I'd I'd barely call it theater if there wasn't an audience at all. Um Yes. But it it's it's just strange. I see it on all ends because it's unfortunate for everybody, people getting canceled. Uh, theater is just the the one I've seen the most like intimate effects of. Um, mm. Like I, so when I did my last production, which was in October, um, I grew very close with a lot of younger kids who are, are freshmen and sophomores um, who had kind of not quite yet like a full passion for theater, but who were like developing that like, that artistic sense, you know? And, um, it's, it's, it's weird to see like a lot of the light fade from their eyes when something like this happens, you know, it's just so, it's just so heartbreaking and so crushing. And, um, it's that way on a national scale. And it's very easy to talk about these problems when there's obviously like much greater things going on. Um, but I still think it's really important to like focus on these, little small like local effects because this is what is actually going to affect people you know right yeah and especially even the smaller sense because obviously when it comes to like large-scale problems that's going across the Mm -hmm. nation it's so easy to forget about these small implications yeah exactly and there's a lot of implications that are heavily involved right like for one anyone who's not a senior is going to have a disjointed education yes and then especially especially like think about like the uh the kids in like elementary school and like middle school right formative years if you're if you're already in high school and you miss a couple months like it's it's bad but you're not still learning the english language you know what i mean like right there are some some serious developmental problems that i think a generation is going to have uh because of Mm -hmm. this it's very interesting Right, and and speaking of course as a band member as well, Trevor. Um, oh yeah, band has band has very similar, uh, I would say themes to their production and performance as theater, and I'm sure their um, you know their their morales were broken as well from this. Oh this, my this goodness, yeah, line. that was I think because band is what I've been mostly focusing on uh, the last couple months, and that was just absolutely crushing. Um, I mean, like. We were having a good time trying to make the best of it, but the last day uh, of school, you know, most kids weren't even there. Like, there were some kids there crying um, because there's so we had so many big things planned this year that are just completely out the window. Um, and people, you know, and like I said, this goes for, for everything, um, but people are working hard and we're excited to, to do these things. And uh, right. it's just really unfortunate. Yeah, in a weird convoluted way, I think it's actually it's it's also comforting to see how invested kids are with like with with these activities, right? I mean, these kids have poured their, you know, their early morning hours, I'm sure even weekends, oh, yeah. you know, working on production. And it's honestly it's honestly like motivating to see, you know, kids 14 through 17, you know, so invested in oh, it's in true. A performance. There's definitely being, there's definitely some type of beauty to it, you know. Yeah, some weird, <laughs> some, messed up. Beauty. Yeah, some weird, like <laughs> twisted, like beauty to it. 
um where it's like it, it's it's this horrible disgusting thing but at the same time it, it really does highlight um mm-hmm. well it's weird it can highlight the the better parts of humanity but also d- definitely the worst parts <laughs> yeah it's like, something weird along the lines of the worst times bring out the best of people something along those you know yeah like like the worst times bringing out the best of people like all these people with passion for arts and, and activity coming together and doing or i guess not really coming to social distancing together and and making something beautiful um but also people raiding stores for toilet paper and eggs you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is a problem there's, def- there's definitely two opposite ends of the extreme of the spectrum, spectrum here yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but um speaking of band I-, I guess this will be a good time for you to maybe do some explaining because on on twitter and uh on Twitter, I saw this cool video that uh, your band director shared uh-huh. of you actually conducting the band. Oh my god! Um, yes, on 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 one of you guys' uh, songs. Um, I'm just curious. Give us some background there, <laughs> because I'm 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 super interested because for most people, conducting is like a very 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 scary okay. experience. Because yeah, you know, it's terrifying. It's absolutely horrifying. But it was so exhilarating and so fun. So that was something that I had been begging um, the band director of El Capitan, uh, Maria Briard, shout out. Um, I had been begging her for months to let me conduct because I wanted to do it so bad because it just, there's something, listen, I'm somebody who's very like moved by music, even if it's like not great music, there's something definitely spiritual to me almost about like a live band playing any type of music right um Mm, yeah and i think i wanted to know what it was like to be in control of that i guess um because when you're playing with the rest of the band you are part of the unit but when you're like conducting you're you're the leader right um and it was just something i always wanted to try because i wanted to know what the music would sound like from that perspective and well yeah yeah, because that perspective i don't know if people um can visualize this but where a conductor stands you are at the epicenter yes of music coming out of that band so you can feel like every vibration coming from every instrument it's the it's the craziest thing in the world and you really can't describe how that feels it you can't even like put on headphones and listen to something where everything is balanced perfectly and understand what it feels like because no you're here you're just hearing everything and you feel like your your hand is in control of everything it's magnificent it really is yeah and it actually also reminds me of uh i heard that well actually i saw this youtube video where this guy i think it was like in italy or no no sorry in france he set up like this piano out in the street and he invited guests to to uh lie down underneath the piano Oh my and he goodness. and he um, played some you know really beautiful Beethoven or Mozart or stuff like that, and people like came out crying, you know, because oh, that's beautiful. The, the the way you're positioned when you're lying underneath the piano is like as if you're enveloped that... by 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 the sound, you oh, know. That is so cool to me. I love that. Yeah, and and that's why I'm also like super jealous of specifically the um sp- specifically conductors like Hans Zimmer and like John Williams. Oh yeah, hearing. Hearing like live orchestral performances of of masterpieces like like you know the Jurassic Park theme yeah, or exactly. Star Wars, that must be just that must what, be a worldly experience. I think that was just something I've wanted. I've always wanted 
to experience because because I'm just always so inspired when I you see clips of like you said like Hans Zimmer and these people who make these magnificent scores um, of just what it must feel like to have, have created something and have this huge group of people bringing to life something you created um it just must be beautiful i i um i think had the year been extended a little bit uh further than what it had been i um i was hoping to like fully compose a piece for the band to play and and try to conduct that um oh wow yeah and uh, that's kind of something that sucks it's like i probably won't get the chance to do that but still oh man the, the yeah. point is my my final wish was granted. I really wanted to conduct and my teacher let me and I just it was a very moving experience for me. Uh it you know, definitely it it seems very silly and surface level, but um it meant a lot to me on a on a much deeper scale, you know. Oh yeah, no, I totally get that. Yeah. And of course, shout out to your teacher for for acknowledging your your passion and you can tell on on the video like you were enjoying it, like you were in the <laughs> moment there conducting. <laughs> I was having a yeah. blast. I really was. Yeah, and I think it's it's fair for anyone out there who's listening in who doesn't really truly understand the role of a conductor cuz cuz I was in um those shoes as well. Like when I was super young, mm-hmm. for some reason I thought like the conductor was like like on live like creating a new piece and through his hands <laughs> somehow the, the the musicians could like read oh. the notes. I don't know what's going on. What a but wonderful then only... thing though to believe when you're a child. That yes, that only yes, that leads that me to like another story, but I'll, I'll explain that in a little bit. But keep keep going. Oh yeah, well I mean after I got into band, same thing with Trevor, right? Um, we we both went to Crookshank. Um, yeah. Right. Not yeah. All. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just want to make sure there, but like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's the same thing when when I realized that um conducting was completely different, and and perhaps you can explain how you see conducting more as you know in, in your eyes. I think. I mean, just to repeat, you know, kind of my, my point from earlier, it's just, it's like a, a commander or, or like a general commanding an army, you know, mm-hmm. it's just this, this immeasurable amount of power and, and authority you have over creating something magnificent and beautiful and something that can you know touch people's lives even if they don't acknowledge it um everybody's moved by music in some way i think that's absolutely beautiful and i think a conductor is just definitely um like the starting point i guess right and and i've also heard it described like as a as almost like a calibrator right because if if your hands if if your arms move out of sync like if you if you somehow change the tempo dramatically you have the you know quote-unquote power to essentially just completely throw the band off off its rails right so not yeah. only do you have a lot of power as a conductor but you also have a ton of responsibility because you know you you mess up slightly with your tempo on your arms and, and the way you're conducting you could completely throw it off and um i think it's also a very humbling role because what could be a beautiful you know performance could entirely be hinged upon how well <laughs> you can control the band oh know? my goodness yeah so when um you notice that especially if you when you're in high school and you go to all these competitions right and you watch all these other bands perform and you can tell um some schools have outrageously sized bands like 120 kids in a band right yeah but 
the person conducting is like stiff as a board or just you know can tell like has a has a straight face can tell is there um purely for presentation and really doesn't have much of a hand and you can tell how that affects morale and how that affects playing um oh wow it's just it's you can tell if the leader is is poor or doesn't have a passion for what they're conducting you can see where that directly affects the band and how people play yeah i had no i had not thought about a single you, you know what that's almost embarrassing me for me because like i was a conductor <laughs> yeah for a middle school band and yeah. i never even thought about that because because that's it, that's 110 percent true because you know you can also imagine this right like yeah wow in a weird way the conductor represents the uh atmosphere of the band right like it, it like mm-hmm. for instance in a beautiful flowing you know etude or something like that yeah um, if the conductor is you know flowing as well and like m- moving with 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 smooth motions and, and yeah and, and you know stuff like that the band will see that because you know they're they're singing the conductor and and his or her tempo and they will reflect that and i Just, think it's uh, like what you were saying earlier it's like right when we started the podcast it's all about energy yes it really energy. is like if if there is no energy this is true for all art is it's all contingent on passion if there is no energy and no passion there it's not gonna be art or it's not gonna be beautiful art you know Right, and I think body language has a huge part in that as well. Because yeah, I can totally exactly. imagine, you, you, you know, you know, like the in, almost in every single song, there's like this really intense moment. And if the conductor's, you know, sweating along and and intense along with <laughs> yeah. them, I can guarantee you the energy will be extremely different than if the conductor was stiff as a board, as you say, yeah, and, and not really, not really, you know, not really aligned with the music. Right? It's almost as if you're disjointed with the music if you're not into it. Listen, and it will the, show in the it will show in the performance. The conductor. And I, this is, I think this is absolutely true. If it's a great performance, the conductor should either be out of breath or in tears by the end of that song. <laughs> and if they're not, yep. I, it's, it wasn't good enough. It wasn't beautiful enough. Yep, I, I completely agree. <laughs> I completely agree. I'm curious. So, like, when you actually conducted, though, did you, um, what were your, were your expectations met? Were they exceeded? Did they fall short? Oh, they, was it everything you ever dreamed of? <laughs> it was like everything I ever dreamed of, for sure. And I didn't think it would be because it's like a high school band or whatever. Um, not and to say like I don't practice. Not to say I don't have like faith in in my band or whatnot. Just like you know, it's it's a lower level than Hans Zimmer and his orchestra, you know. <laughs> but yeah, um, it still was just a moving experience. And, um, it's still, it, it just did not feel like what I thought it was going to feel like. Um, and it, it's crazy. You, you just hear things that you can't even hear when you're, uh, either in the audience or like in the middle of the, the group, there's so much going on in a good piece of music. I love it. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, it's almost a guarantee. And I, and for anyone out there, I think, this is the this is the aspect of music that most people either disregard or overlook because the making of music is in my opinion is m- the same if not more as therapeutic and enjoyable oh yeah as the actual listening to music and I think that's the majority of the population right they're stuck in that listening to music kind of uh, kind of bubble they're like listening but... to music but not like listening to music you know what I mean yes yes <laughs> no I would I would say they they hear music but they don't listen to music oh Perhaps. that's that's beautiful 
yeah, but I think I think this is also a wake up call for anyone that the making of music and the uh, participation. There we go. The participation mm. of music making is, I think, is a almost. I would I would honestly argue an essential facet for everyone's life. Whether oh, regardless if you're an, if you're an artistic person or a musical person, I think that's 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 not a prerequisite to what we're talking about. I I think that's true. Just of any art, um, I will always always encourage people to, um look a little deeper i guess just to to think of of consuming art less of like consumption and more of like you know feeling it um because there is just so much important stuff that that people will overlook or just not think about um and all it really takes is just setting aside you know some pride and just letting it envelop you no matter what it is um and you'll you'll just start seeing things in a whole new light. I think it's magnificent, and I'll always uh, promote that idea. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. So I mean, honestly, even though this time has you know this this whole coronavirus thing has ended things abruptly for us in school, I'm still super glad that you got to enjoy that that wonderful moment of um, joy. Honestly, conducting the, oh, yeah. um, conducting the the band. There's definitely. And I guess with that, yeah. Oh yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say it's definitely a last hurrah. Like it was like yeah. definitely the last great thing that happened before um everything went to crap, you know? Right, right, yeah. And uh, I'm hopefully hopefully everyone at least got to end off the year somewhat on a good note. But um but yeah, I mean honestly with that, that about wraps up what we have time here for today. Yeah, Thank you I again, Trevor, so. for coming on. Um yeah, of course. You know, it's definitely not an understatement to say that you are probably one of the most valued guests here on the show you just have a fantastic energy and i'm sure our audience thank can detect you. that as well thank you very much right. audience and 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 david thank <laughs> you a whole ton um I, i'm happy to be part of this little uh this is like a mini episode you know yeah yeah for sure yeah. but even so there's plenty of enjoyable content within this and um yeah i guess with that we'll see you guys in the next student spotlight from we the students podcast